Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the film Return to Oz one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we've still got our special guest, Nick Jimenez and the Wheelers. Hey, happy Wednesday. Wrong song. Right franchise, wrong song. Today, we're going to talk about minute 55 of Return to Oz, <laughs> which starts with a mix-up in the gump assembly as Jack finishes tying his legs together, and it ends with Dorothy opening Cabinet 31. Cabinet 31 sounds like it would be a great uh, like documentary about Return to Oz. Yes, like the shining one? Yeah. Yeah, like Room 237, uh, I believe. Fun fact, my husband and I believe Mike have seen that documentary, but not The Shining. I don't wow, know why that evening happened. Oh, yeah. He didn't tell me till after that I was the only one in the room who'd seen the movie. So. Oh, interesting. I, <laughs> no, I have. I've seen several scenes of the of The Shining. I saw the the when he's running outside in the snow. There's, there's a and lot something more, typing. There's there's Nick <laughs> back me up. There's more to it than that. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. I don't know how much Chris has seen, but I've seen I've seen the run in the snow, and I've seen Not Tiger. Sure Chris has seen that mm-hmm. documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I will say genuinely, it is. The Shining is one of those movies where every time I watch it, it is. It does feel like the first time I'm really watching it. Like I'm always like, oh, this time I'm gonna catch everything, or this time I'm gonna see it, what it's about, and then nope. it's always something. I've different. only seen it three times because the first two times I watched it, you know. It's a scary movie, but I was totally in that phase and I loved it. And then the internet happened and I read all the theories and I watched The Shining again and I didn't sleep for 48 hours. So I oh, haven't watched it all wow. the way. Like I haven't sat down and watched it as a movie since. And even watching that documentary, like the back of my neck was going crazy. Um, oh, interesting. See, I didn't find the documentary scary so much as yeah, like, yeah. Creep, I was like, you know, like, like weird. Like, oh, look, look how... Oh man, have you seen um, the documentary? I think it's the same director, but it's called The Nightmare. And it's a documentary, I think it's still available on Netflix. Uh, The more I think about it, I actually think it is the same director. And it's about people around the world who have experienced sleep paralysis. No, no, I've done it. It's bad. It's no good. And it. Yeah, it is it that on the other that is a one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and it's it's a full on documentary. But they they recreate the nightmares that people oh. have had under sleep paralysis, and it's oh it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That director, I have some questions. How's he doing? Does he like he needs to watch more Care Bears <laughs> yeah, growing <yeah>. up? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's not our. We're not quite that scary here at Return to Us. No, we're we're that kind of we're fun, fun, scary, like childhood we're not nostalgia Native scary, American yeah. genocide scary. Um, yeah. So this yeah. starts with a comedy of errors with TikTok's crazy directions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that's a very yeah. I really enjoyed Jack's very like, what are you talking about? Like nothing, just not even joking. Like it takes him till he dude, falls off. Also, um, I was very sad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very glad it didn't happen. But when he fell to the floor, Jack's head is a jack-o'-lantern. Shouldn't 
Could yes, not yeah. have survived that fall. Man, what yeah, a bummer I'm not that saying been. I want his head to shatter because that would be very sad. And we've only mm-hmm. just gotten to know this character. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Well, it can also move and make little facial expressions. So maybe we can assume that it's like made of tougher stuff than like your average earth pumpkin. But yeah, I, I do love so. Jack is trying to go along, even though TikTok is talking about moving the mantelpiece and spouting nonsense. And finally, when Jack falls because he tries to go get something with his feet tied together, that's when he has had enough of listening to TikTok. Yeah, he's like, you know what? You're do you're he's he's full on just doing a jig oh, yeah. by the end of it. TikTok, <laughs> he's just like b- like bouncing up and down. Oh, very excited. <laughs> yeah. hmm Jack was given, you know, a, a basic understanding of aerodynamics when he yeah. came to life. But, you know, tying your feet together and walking uh, just wasn't part of the package. Just wasn't in, wasn't, maybe in the update. Yeah. yeah. Powder of Life 2.0, you get, you get a little bit of common sense. You get some street he smarts. he learn quickly. Once he falls, he puts it together. Like, you know, he's not going to do that again. Yeah. Just, this is the first time this, He's got street savoir faire. I just listened to that song today. Um, yeah, I I, love, oh, cool. I like the idea that like this was the first time it had come up, and so in the fall, as he's lying there, Jack is just like, "All right, what can I learn from this situation and take going forward in my life?" That guy's nuts. <laughs> nice. Interestingly, Jack learns a slightly different lesson in the in the script. Uh, instead of just you know, instead of saying. What are you talking about, TikTok? Uh, he, he decides to ask a more direct question. What does anoint mean, TikTok? Oh, yeah. For anointing the palms. It's like, oh. what is it? I mean, <laughs> no, I, I like the idea that he is just like, well, learned my lesson. <laughs> this guy is crazy. Yeah. Yep. You know what? It's my fault <laughs> yeah. for listening to him. Sometimes you just need those lessons. In life. Sometimes you have to learn things the hard way. You come through. Yeah. Sometimes you got to fall. Why do we fall, Master Bruce? So that we may learn to pick ourselves back up again. Exactly what happens. Is Jack Pumpkinhead Batman? I mean, I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Well, no one knows who Batman is. It could be anybody. Um. It's just a pile of stuff that Alfred used the powder of life on and it came to life and assumed the form of a Batman. Wow. What a great (laughs) movie that would be. They tear off the mask and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just the suit. That actually does kind of transition into the next scene where I finally put it together that Dorothy is going after the powder of life, which Jack told her would be in cabinet 31. Uh, so that is what the key goes to. She's got the stolen key. It's time for some ADR gulping, I think. I assume. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> it's a pretty cute for Isabel moment by the way i cannot stop i could not stop freaking out the whole time that was for Uzebalk. Yep. it's just it, it's just like you know it's one thing to be like oh yeah she's someone you know i recognize her as an adult but she has such a distinct style and like iconography that's so not dorothy gale that i i just find that so cool. i just love i mean she's got the whole braided pigtails she's tamped down but she still is recognizably that's for Uzebalk. It's, yeah, I mean, just those eyes are have yeah, just always been so there. Yeah, and every so often, I've pointed out a couple like facial expressions she's made where I'm like, 
she's going to do that again later in life in very different circumstances. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wow, the some, craft. There's some like... things she makes um, where she's being sweet and sincere in this movie, but Nancy in the craft does it when she's, like, super evil. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the same. It was the same mouth movement. It was like, that's crazy. <laughs> but it, it worked in both situations. You know, context is everything. Um <laughs> And I can't really blame yeah. her because this is really creepy, all the head sleeping. And it, it like, lingers on Yo, them. <laughs> yeah. This is very specifically, like, I, th- this was not a, a childhood favorite. It wasn't something that I rented or watched a lot. But the imagery of the, the sleeping and then soon to be uh, <laughs> other screaming uh, heads is just so etched into my imagination. It, it's such memorable. I would love to see like concept drawings of this scene. I bet they're like so creepy. I remember what I've seen because I've seen drawings of the headquarters. Uh, <laughs> hey, <old. laughs> I'm trying to think if I've seen actual concept art, but yeah, I just love. And there's like the gif gif. If you say both, no one can be mad at you, or everyone can. Of it's just the head screaming. And it's just like on a continual loop, so it never ends. Yeah. But for some... Gif Jif sounds like Gif-Gif an Oz character. I, I, I like it. I can be there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my lady. I'm Gif Jif. There you it's go. It's one of the munchkins. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, I'm almost more creeped out by them sleeping. Yeah, because it, I mean, it, it looks like they're dead. It, it looks like that scene in Sin City where Elijah Wood has like the hall of Yep, sorry, sorry. Heads. I had to make that noise at that moment as I put that together. Uh-huh. Um, and, and even if they aren't dead, like you're worried like they're going to like twitch in their sleep or something, but it's just the head. I, I don't blame Dorothy. This is not cool. Oh, yeah. She's... God, you know, she a, a normal friggin' a normal eight year old kid yeah. would not be that composed. She's just like the she is the least amount of nervous freaked out you can be in this situation. Yeah, she's like almost at an Indiana Jones level of <gasps> of like cool and collected Ooh. right now. Like just like you know, you can almost see her fingers like kind of like twitching the way like indies do when they're about to grab something. I I kind of want to see this Dorothy Gale. And Indiana Jones, because on the one hand, Dorothy is very trusting of people, but we've determined that that That's comes true. out because she knows she's a celebrity in Oz. So... Well, you know, Indiana Jones could be a little trusting himself. He he could put I his faith in the wrong people. I think they could be a people. good team. He often does. That's true. In fact, every movie I think he does multiple times. Oh, imagine how much better if it was just... If it was Faruza Balk, young Faruza Balk, and short round running around instead of oh yeah hell yeah or like if yeah oh yeah if he just had two kids to deal with instead of like one mm-hmm. one lady and one but kid. the kid is very indie uh, the girl kid is very Indiana Jones like yeah oh yeah like more yeah. so than short round that, that would be, be great. a really interesting team up Marvel team up I don't know movies where Harrison Ford teams up with a girl kid and a boy kid don't seem to work out very well mm. historically. That was sarcasm because I was talking about ah, Force Awakens because ah, that turned out really well. No, I know. I know. I know. I know in retrospect, I guess Ray and Finn aren't exactly children. Uh, they they seem like it to him. Use. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to him they might as well oh, be. Oh, sorry. I've been thinking a lot about Force Awakens lately, and it's just making me really happy. 
Oh, me too. I'm uh, I'm going through. Uh, I want to listen to as many of the new canon Star Wars books as I can before okay. Last Jedi comes out. So I'm listening to Lost Stars right now by Claudia Gray. If anyone has, has, has read that, I am looking at the book Bloodline by Claudia Gray, which was excellent. <laughs> That's next on my list. I I very much enjoyed it, but yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like, teared up at a couple points because again, it's a prequel, so oh, you know. I'm so excited what's coming so yeah yeah there's a few oh things. yeah yeah and there's a lot of yeah and there's a lot of ones coming out now to, to tease last jedi that i'm really excited about like the princess leia one and the the captain phasma See, one that's really get cool nervous about reading them beforehand because i'm not i'm not gonna like flip out if a small spoiler crosses my path but I do not seek out spoilers, mm-hmm. and I'm friends with a couple people who really do. So I'm like, oh, I'm kind of aware of how oh, deep down gotcha, that rabbit gotcha. hole you can go. Mm-hmm. And since I try to avoid mm-hmm. spoilers, I do kind of usually wait until the main thing's out to be like, okay, well, it can only, spo- you know, like, um, yeah. So totally, um, yeah. before I had HBO, I would watch Game of Thrones once it came out on DVD, which was later. But I had read all the books. So not like there were never spoilers for the TV show, obviously, because not everything is, like, exactly the same. But I could only be spoiled so much. You know what I mean? Like, no one was going to blow a huge plot point for me. Mm-hmm. It, it's like when uh, it's like when a Harry Potter movie would come out. I could always just like, well, time to look at those set pictures because I know what, yeah. what what everything is already. Or or like when Watchmen came out, I was like, oh yeah, like I already know the story so well, I can just see how they're gonna change it and or do something when different. When I read the books, I worry that like not even that the books would spoil something, but that you'll pick up on something that you wouldn't have if you'd waited. Oh yeah, see that's kind of I'm kind of already expected to be spoiled because like there's there was a comic that i read that was very much about like this this tree like this jedi tree and i, th- I think that's gonna show up in la i mean maybe it won't maybe i'm just maybe i'm just giving myself false hope that it mattered uh, that i read those comic yeah. books I, I just read the jedi academy trilogy like a couple years ago <laughs> so i am on a totally oh cool, cool, cool. oh so you're so, all yeah. caught up with <laughs> that that's obviously not okay so you're aware of the tree <laughs> Okay, cool, cool, cool. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, wait a second. We can't do that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I, I can't help it. I mean, I we got here organically oh, yeah. in our defense. Um, so that happened in the conversation. Towards the only cabinet with a mirrored door instead of glass so that we can't mm-hmm. see what's behind it. And she puts in the key and turns it. And she opens the door. The minute ends. <laughs> yeah it's pretty great yeah it's a it's a weird setup uh we, we talked before she's in you know cabinet 31 why didn't you put your I original head that. in number one <laughs> you know whatever uh but you know she also according to according to jack of course who's you know been alive for five minutes mm-hmm. uh keeps the powder yeah she keeps the powder of life in cabinet 31 along with her original head it's like sure I guess because that's the head of the witch, and only the witch would do that, but the powder seems to be, you don't need to be a witch to use it because it's an item from a magician. I guess maybe she doesn't trust the other heads, since the memories don't transition. There's just enough that she can remember, I can change my head. Because she has that key on her the whole time. I was thinking it was weird, all the other heads are on these beautiful 
pedestals. Thanks, Mike. Um, behind these glass doors, nice. it's very it's, yeah. it's very on display. And then in this cabinet, apparently, is her locker where she just keeps everything that she wants to have saved. I mean, I guess since it's with her original head, which is the only one that is locked, it it's a safe place to keep stuff but it's very weird that her original head sure. is like the least respected if that makes sense i kind of always i am watching it this time i kind of saw that as a kind of comment like the the queen mamby seems to be very much about being young and fresh mm-hmm. and like new so I, I guess it makes sense that like the, the head that she resents the least would be like the oldest one like the one that's been there okay. the longest yeah, because she clearly didn't think much of it since she then, decided to collect all these others. Yeah, yeah, like she doesn't seem to have a lot of respect for it because it's it's very much just it, it's like an old pair of, it's like an old shirt that you're like, oh, this isn't who I am anymore. <laughs> but it is also the focal point. Yeah. Coming at I'm very coming true. at thirty one, yeah. which is weird, but like the whole hallway leads leads to this cabinet that you don't know what what's inside. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's highlighted, but it's hidden. I, I guess it just worked. It's sort of strange, and they, they placed it, you know, down yeah. down there at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had to be 31 because Dorothy's That's room was 31. That's the reason for it to be uh, Like. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. classic Oz. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense in the set. This, yes. this set is designed in a way to highlight the number 31 for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that good luck number that everyone talks about, 31. <laughs> And what was this room for? You used for before Mombi took over the tower. Clearly, it wasn't wasn't filled with heads. <gasps> is Did she build a, this afterwards? Is this an overboard who, situation who where he came in and built her a closet? But in this case, it was all the head cabinets. Oh man! Was Kurt Russell in this room? Is what <laughs> I'm really asking. <laughs> I like to think that Kurt Russell is in all rooms at all times in our hearts. His essence lingers. <laughs> yeah. Isn't someone doing overboard minute? I feel like that is a. a crossover or cross promotion whatever we call it the they're uh they're remaking they're remaking overboard oh, they're doing like a gender swap remake of. of it that's why i saw it in the news um oh uh, okay sorry i mean let's face it someday there will probably be a movies by minute podcast of it but yeah <laughs> yeah someday there'll be a movies by minute podcast about that one that's coming out oh uh, you know maybe <laughs> that will be the first one to do i have said someone needs to do Minute by minute comparisons of a remake, but I haven't come up with the right one yet. Oh, that would be a very. But you need to find the right. You know what? It should be one where it should be a. It should be from the perspective of to me. This is if I was doing it, a remake that holds up with the original, like something like The Thing or Seven Samurai and the Magnificent Seven, like like a remake. Man, I'm actually gonna think about remakes. I'm because I'm not. Someone that just hates all remakes. I think there are a few that do interesting things. Oh, yeah. I Well, there are so many things that, like, I did not realize were remakes till I was much older. You know, like, already in love with them. Um, yeah, totally. People bring up Ocean's Eleven a lot, but I know they say, like, well, you know, I've seen the original. It is not the same. You know, it, it's so different that it's, like... No, yeah, it's very yeah, much a product of its weird. time. Um, the one I just thought of, but it'd be hard, is... Um, I think I knew it was a remake, but I don't care. I love them both in their own ways. Sabrina, the original. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. And the remake with Harrison Ford. And the Mm -hmm. 90s version gets just like 
dumped on in pop culture. And I'm like, just because it's not Audrey Hepburn, like, this is still a perfectly enjoyable 90s movie. Like, yeah, I I am one of the five people in the world that doesn't doesn't enjoy it more. But I do enjoy the Tim Burton, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I actually oh, that would be a, be a good, good, a good case. Line. Yeah, I think there's enough that's... Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to Scott. Scott. I'm sure he'd love to hey, hear I, about I, I an, another podcast. Say, Scott, we have another podcast. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm very Boom. curious about a gender swapped overboard. But I, I did love that movie growing up. And... Yeah, mm-hmm. anytime you talk about an elaborate closet, that is going to be my go-to reference. I'm trying to figure out oh, if yeah, this yeah, could yeah. have existed for a different purpose beforehand, or if it's just like, no, nah, this is a special. Oh. Yeah. Like it was, it was it custom like design. Those cabinets were. I'm sure, like <laughs> this room was there. Yeah. yeah. Like a like a mun you you imagine like a Munchkin foreman like walking around being like yeah I could do that but if you want it could uh, you could make it I could make the windows eight by ten I like that um, it's not a nineties movie it's a two thousands anyone else see Under the Tuscan Sun oh true the oh no but I do know what it she, is she kept, but I, I, um, I, I, she's having the house like kind of redone you know building and redoing stuff and she hires this guy oh yeah 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 everything mm-hmm. she asks he goes can you do it goes okay. Yes, and then she finds out later, like, that's the only thing he knows how to say in English. <laughs> so as they're going around, she's describing oh, all nice. these things. That's He's just fun. like, okay, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> works well also in the office situations. That, that's, is that Kate Hudson under the Tuscan Sun? I Diane Lane. I went through a massive yeah, Diane Lane phase. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, you're, it, it's not fair to call it a phase. You can enjoy Diane Lane movies at all times but there's like a year of my life where it was like well no no because i all the movies <laughs> oh totally yeah i think i think every i think every guy goes through like a john cusack phase. i think every person goes through a john cusack oh, phase yeah. where they just like watch like high fidelity and then better off dead and then like um the one where he's an assassin <laughs> that scott's gonna kill me if you're not remembering um, the name of i will shout out for the sure thing uh which is also him oh and yeah princess daphne from Spaceballs. And I know a kid who is named after nice. a joke in that movie. So <laughs> I, I know oh, a Nick no. who is named Nick because of the movie The Sure Thing. I don't know if his mom is aware that that's, that's why commitment. he's named that. But, well, oh, I know it was, it was the, the dad's dad. idea. I, actually, I'm sure, I'm sure by this okay, point okay. he's fessed up. But he was like, no, that's a good name. Sure. But it, it came from that movie, which is, you know, that's a thing you see every day because it's not as well known as a lot of the other ones no i wouldn't i wouldn't say so yeah high fidelity i do you're right everyone has to be obsessed with that movie at some point oh yeah well i mean everyone has been there like in their lives at some point um finally that's what i know i I was just gonna say (laughs) was it just return to osview all the way through your life you had to have gone through this phase as well right I, I just looked up the description of Overboard because I've never heard of this movie in my life. It is a delight. <laughs> I mean, miniature golf is a major It plot. sounds, ri- <laughs> it sounds it ridiculous. It, it sounds like... The, the plot sounds like, like an episode of Gilligan's Island. Made, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that about sums it up from, from uh, the Wikipedia first like sentence or two uh 
High Fidelity is a good one. Is that my favorite John Cusack movie? It can't be. Oh, and the remake is coming out in 2018. Wow. Interesting. It's coming. Starring Anna Faris. I do like Anna Faris, so I am very, oh, yeah. I am cautiously optimistic oh, is what I yeah. always say. Smiley face, house bunny. Uh, well, she was the one in Just Friends, and I think she's like mm-hmm. brilliant in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a very yeah. underrated performance, I yeah. think. Um, and then, oh, God, and uh, Keanu is in that one, too. That was the most recent thing I saw her in. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm and I know I know I know sometimes voice performances have asterisks on them, but I'm a big fan of her voice performance in Cloudy. Oh, see, I haven't seen Falls. that. But Oh, it's so much fun. I it it's the it's the first movie from uh Philip Lord and Phil Miller. Oh Yeah, from yeah. Like Twenty One Jump Street and uh part sixty percent <laughs> of the Han Solo movie. Ah, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> um I didn't realize they did that one. Because I, I remember that movie existed. Oh yeah, it's so. it, it. Oh yeah, it's very. It, that's a movie that's like better than it has any right to be. I love movies like that. They catch you off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is one. I have trouble evaluating this movie fairly just because it is such a part of my childhood. But I have been pleasantly surprised. Sure. I mean, we were we are on minute fifty five. We are halfway through this movie. It's holding up. I think okay. it's 110 minutes, it's, yeah. It's enjoyable to watch today. Like, that... Definitely, that yeah. me, because again, I mean, not all of the movies <laughs> I've referenced this week have held up. I mean, I can love Overboard, but I'm not going to try and explain it to Mike because I'm going to sound like a crazy person. And the Care Bears movie, too, <laughs> maybe not as much fun for people watching it for the first time in their early 30s. But this, this <laughs> sure. still, I feel good introducing it to people through this podcast. No, definitely. There, there, There is a lot that works yeah. in this movie, definitely. So, I think uh, we end on a cliffhanger here. So, I guess that means you're coming back tomorrow, right? I yeah, guess so. Um, this is... <laughs> a, I feel like we should plug moviesbyminutes.com, but I feel like that's just our lives. Like, we might as well be plugging IMDb at this point. No, let's do it. Go go watch movies. (laughs) Yeah, look up, go watch movies. Yeah, and yeah, I've been saying this all week, but uh, duelinggenre.com. Geek by Night, we are hard at work on the finale. So there's never been a better time to uh, subscribe and binge and get ready for the finale coming out. You get ca- caught up, unlike me, who jumps into things and all of a sudden realizes I'm listening to Attack of the Clones and there's four previous seasons of Star Wars Minute uh, that I haven't listened to yet. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as I can jump in at the start of an arc, I'm usually okay. Uh, That's good. Yeah. yeah. Like well, Doctor and, Who. Um, I listen to The Adventure Zone, which is a podcast. It is not a Movies by Minutes podcast. But it is fabulous because it is three brothers and their dad playing D&D. And mm-hmm. I listened to the last two cycles or stories, whatever they're calling them. And it's fantastic. But there's all this backstory that I don't know about. So it's just like, I'll pick it up as I go. But yeah, I, I started yeah, with a new... Yeah, you can. You, yeah. I'm using air quotes because it's not straight D&D. Like, they've made a narrative arc out of it. But it was, a, it was a new arc. It was a new campaign. So you get a little mm-hmm. previously on and you're fine. Uh, but, yeah. Definitely. For yeah. those who binge, too, always a good time to binge. 
Um, if you're listening to Minute 55 and haven't listened to 1 through 54, you should binge this show. You can find all our previous episodes at returntoozminute.com. Or weogtiogpiog.com. Or by downloading them and whatever you're listening to this on. But who are we to judge? Um, if you want to interact, if you have questions, if you have thoughts, uh, if you have podcast ideas, go bother Scott. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we are on Twitter at mm-hmm. Oz Minute. That's also what you can look up in Facebook to find the Return to Oz Minute page and our listeners group, The Flying Sofa. Yep. Boom. Pretty proud of that. I'm getting better at that. Oh, and we have an Instagram that I didn't know about until last week. It's nice. Yeah. Oz Minute. Yeah, and got a theme here. Yeah. You did such a good job mm-hmm. grabbing the handle on all the social media that I didn't <laughs> even know about all the social media. So, all right. I guess it's my turn to start us off with our magic words. Weog. Tiog. Piog. Tiog. Nailed it. Yeah.